duality can affect your perspective on things. All right, welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely snow angel, Alyssa. Hello, snow bunnies. How are you this week? (laughs) That's a loaded question. I know, especially because what are we going to talk about today? Our year in review of 2022. So that's just hitting like a ton of bricks. Mm. Um, Amen to that, Sissa. <laughs> I have been well. I feel like, I don't know how you've been feeling, but like, I feel like things are finally starting to kind of smooth back out. The last like three months, honestly, has been like a little bit of a shithole. Um, like a wild like, fucking roller coaster. Yeah, huh? it's just like all ups and downs and like just chaos and stress. And I think I'm finally getting to the point, like my work-life balance is actually getting a lot better too. Oh, I'm so proud of you for that. starting to smooth out. So I am just looking forward to the rest of the holiday season and hopefully, you know, to continue doing great things in 2023. Mm, I love that for you. I love that. Um, I can tell you that uh, 2022 ended uh, the day I came back from Vegas and the last (laughs) of this year from like November 11th to the end of this year, I am calling the abyss uh, because that's genuinely how it felt uh it's just been the abyss the abyss it's the darkness yeah it's the full darkness it's not even like i don't even feel like my winter depression has like truly kicked in because my life's been so fucking chaotic that it hasn't had a chance um but i i'm gonna say that probably by like january that bitch will be hitting hard that's usually when i it's like really extra dark at night and in the morning and then like snows on the ground like Mm. that's when my seasonal depression hits but like I feel like normally I'd be here by now. But yeah. You're right. Things are just so, like, crazy and, like, I haven't stopped moving. No. So I don't think it's had a chance to, like, settle in. No, for sure. I'm with you on that. I am, I'm not, I don't think I've, it's fully clicked yet. Um, And so we'll just have to see how that goes, <laughs> I guess. Hopefully well. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. All right. You ready before we dive in? Yep. All right, it is time for our Emotion of the Week. This week's is inspired because I just felt like it fit the 2022 year in review vibe. Inspired means aroused, animated, or imbued with the spirit to do something by or as if by supernatural or divine influence. So for an example, an inspired poet. Hmm. I like that word. Love that. Yes. I feel like I'm inspired, especially with this episode topic, just to see, uh, like, what our answers are. I picked some specific questions for, like, a year-end review, Mm. and I'm curious to see what your answers are. Yeah, me too. Um, I didn't look at the questions previously, so I am going to go with what's on the cuff and how I'm feeling in the moment. I can tell you the chaos, I feel like, ended yesterday, uh, but... (laughs) Uh, not sure if it's totally over yet because we'll see obviously corporate life and planning parties for the end of the year is fucking wild so I'm doing that all this week so I don't I don't think it'll truly the chaos will truly stop until like after the holidays yeah it doesn't really die down until after like Mm-mm. usually by February I'm like okay I can breathe again mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready to dive in? Let's fucking do it. Okay. So I pulled out some really nice like journal prompts and just questions to generally ask yourself. We will definitely throw these in the show notes in case you would like to because I really liked this set. It was like a 30-day challenge for journal prompts mm. for 2020, like December journal prompts and they had January journal prompts. Oh, I like so that. So we'll link both of those. But the first question is, if you could summarize this year in three words, which word would you choose and why? Wild. Mm. Content. Mm. And challenging. I like that. Why would you say those three words? I think wild uh, just fits the ride that 2022 has been. I went from working for myself to corporate to a promotion in corporate. And yeah, then a whole like like the abyss that is the end of 2022 has been absolutely fucking wild. Um, with I think it's just a wild ride. Like things have just been up and down. Content because I actually found myself just like sitting and being happy where I was at, versus like most years I'm always like striving for the next thing or I'm pushing so hard that like I'm not enjoying where I'm at in the moment. Yeah, so I know I'm, your word wasn't present. Yeah, but like you were like, like it should be. You, you were very present this year. I feel like. Yeah, I felt like I just like. I don't know if it was presence or just being content with like the way, that like I'm. I don't have to be where I expect myself to be. Like I don't. I don't have. Like I can have an expectation for myself, but just because I don't hit that expectation doesn't mean that like I'm not still working towards that expectation. It's just the timeline's a little longer. So I just have to learn to be content with, like, the journey and, like, where I'm at in that journey. And, like, it's not, like, it's not going to happen overnight, and I know that. But, like, it, sometimes that expectation, setting up your expectations, makes it so hard when you don't hit certain things. So I just learned to be content even when I didn't hit the milestones and the goals that I anticipated and challenging because I had to learn how to do that. And that's mm. not something I'm good at. So just accepting that, like, it's okay to not hit the milestone and to push the milestone, but it doesn't mean to give up on the milestone either. You just sometimes, it's a little bit longer to get there than you expect. First question, and Jocelyn's already giving you a great, like, a pep talk (laughs) and then some advice. I think that's just the pep talk I needed this year that I just, like, had to keep repeating to myself. So I was like, I'm fucking 27, dude. Like, bruh, if I'm still kicking at fucking 89 like my grandmother is, I've got so much life to fucking live, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, just so much that, like, even if I'm not hitting the goals that, like, I expect for myself this year or this time of my life doesn't mean that, like, I'm never going to hit them. It just means that, like, it's taken a little bit longer and that it's important for my journey and my story for it to take a little bit longer. And that's okay. And I think that's just like a shout out to everyone else too. Like just learn that it's okay to be where you're at. It doesn't have to happen immediately. I love that. So what are your three words? Mine? Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. I'm going to go with endure. Mm. Mm. Chaotic. <laughs> An eye-opening. Mm, okay. Why? Um, I think 
eye-opening and enduring go hand in hand. I feel like this year I've had to handle a lot of new things, including like grieving since I lost my dad. It's been a full year now, which is even crazier. Um, And definitely, I feel like I've just been tested this year. Mm. Like I've been constantly running into like situations where I had to experience emotions and feelings that I had never felt before and then try to overcome and endure like what was happening to like mm-hmm. make myself back at peace um and then like eye-opening because I learned a lot about myself like I feel like I already know I mean we've known each other for forever me and mm-hmm. myself you know <laughs> but like I still as much as I know about myself and can still see things and I'm very aware and conscious as you know mm. I feel like I gained a lot of insight into myself through my through myself and the situations that I was enduring but also through you like you just like kind of pointed out some things to me in a different light and I was like oh no like you're right and I I, like thought about it and so it's kind of eye-opening for me the chaos is honestly just because it was pure chaos between like working changing jobs (laughs) like running a podcast yeah (laughs) podcast family friends like just life in general it's just been a roller coaster of 2022 like not as bad as 2020 but like it was pretty bad. Yeah, like <laughs> a lot. It, like, yeah. I feel like everything happened this year. Oh my god, yeah, agreed. I feel like, I feel like the there was like you know there how there's like interludes to like really long songs. I feel like 2020 and 2021 was like the interlude, and this year was like the main piece. And now I'm like 2023. You better be the outro, and you better be fucking good. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I need for my life right now. That's um, the hope. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the also, next- wait, hold on. Let's refresh with what our words were last year. So we remind people. Mine was freedom. Do you remember what your word for 2022 was? <laughs> no, you don't remember? It's fine. I don't remember your word either. I just remember mine because it was the background of my computer for like six months. So what is our next question? It is, what do you wish you had done differently this year? Taking my business more seriously. Why do you feel like you didn't take it seriously? Um... Because I feel like after I spent some time, I think I did, I think I took it seriously, but I didn't, I don't think I understood what seriously really meant. I was doing all the things I thought I was supposed to do, which I have no regrets about it whatsoever. Um, But I think I was doing a lot of the busy work and I didn't realize that until the beginning of this month, to be perfectly honest. I was like December and it hit and I was like, Bro, you've been doing so much busy work, which is still like, it's still stuff that has to get done, but it's not like the key things that are going to move the needle in my business. And I was like, fuck. All right. Well, that's okay. Now we know what to do for 2023. (laughs) And what we're going to start doing is a lot more of doing the hard work. Like I did hard work, but I, I think I played it safe. So my upcoming word for this year regarding that is being uncomfortable. Ooh. I want to be uncomfortable as fuck in 2023 because I think that's the only way I'm going to see, like, consistent growth in my business and in myself. And you have to have both in order for one to move specifically like growth in yourself in order for your business to move so I and I spent so much time reflecting on this the last few weeks is 
I really want to be uncomfortable this upcoming year. Like I, I want to push that. I want to push myself outside of my own like comforts and boundaries that yeah, I'm so get risky. Accust- yeah, like I'm so accustomed to. And that's a lot of like, you know, when I read entrepreneur books and articles about that and you know, I'm subscribed to so many different things and they're all like you have to do the risky shit. Yeah, I've heard that. Like they say it's like not worth doing unless it's making you uncomfortable. Like you have to yeah. push yourself out of the bubble. Yeah. In living life in a business just in general. It's yeah. good to get yourself out of the comfort zone. I really like that. Yeah. So yeah, going forward, uh, uncomfortable for twenty twenty three, even though by the end of twenty twenty three I'll be like, Fuck you bitch. <laughs> But I'll, I know I'll learn so much by being uncomfortable and pushing myself to be uncomfortable. So your twenty twenty four world word will be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I'll probably be like, no, I just want to be content again. Thanks. Like, isn't that true though? Like, don't we spend so much of our time like doing things that make us comfortable, and then we get to that level of being comfortable, and we're like, this is kind of boring. Like, how do I yes. be uncomfortable? Oh my gosh, yes. So I That's... think I spent this year being comfortable and content with my life. So next year, I'm like, let's do a little bit of razzle-dazzle, baby. Let's I think I love, like, the comfortability of certain things, but mm. I think that being uncomfortable is actually a really nice feeling. Yeah. Because, like, I always know I'm doing something, like, interesting when i get the butterflies or my mm. my heart like my this is my throat and shit like mm. i have to be uncomfortable and then i know like oh this is the right thing i'm yeah. doing this well like, right yeah no i feel you i think for me what i wish i had done differently is probably spent less time worrying about how others perceive me mm. i think that I could have done better at making sure that my own needs were prioritized and that I spent more time like I I I think the first half of the year is kind of what I'm focusing on because I really wasn't worried about myself I was making sure that everybody else around me was okay Mm. and the second half of this year I hit my villain error and was like (laughs) fuck that no it's just me myself and I thank you solo ride until I die like (laughs) So I think that was like the one thing that I could think of to do differently. It was just to focus more on me, to prioritize myself, my needs, because I tend not to do that as a people pleaser. Yeah. I love helping people. I find genuine like joy joy in helping yeah. and supporting people and being there for them. But I think that I don't take enough time for myself. Yeah, it's it's a fine balancing act too, like to be able to support everyone around you and then be able to make sure that you take the time to refuel yourself. I think people are like, especially like, I think I see it most in like social workers. Like they spend so much time being so dedicated or even just healthcare and teachers, that sort of field. So dedicated to everybody else that like they don't come home, they come home and they're so tired that like refueling isn't even an option. So I like that that was your reflection because I definitely saw it in you in the second half of the year when you started taking care of yourself. You just... You, whole other person yeah and you had you had much more like flair about you and like your laugh changed it was like a wholehearted laugh not like a <laughs> like yeah, a I, i'm drained laugh i and think it was so nice to see i think all of the stuff that i had endured like between last year and this year really like came to a halt mm. and after enduring all of that i was felt like felt very like 
cup is empty i have no mm. nothing left and so i had to like refill my own cup and now i'm like the bitch is back the bitch is back <laughs> like love that for flip and everything <laughs> i even like it, what was it last week i think i was like oh like i just feel like i'm doing a lot of things for other people like even not even just like job wise but mm. like that was something that factored in like i took the, my position which was a good move for me but i also did that for other people mm. and for like the company as a whole and then i was just like really focused on other people around me in my life and then i was like wow do i am i really taking the time to like do things that i genuinely enjoy mm. or things that you want to do yeah yeah so got me thinking for 2023 good all right who made the biggest impact on you this year me oh my god why did you steal my answer what the fuck selfishly like i know that's so selfish me because i think i supported myself and took leaps of faith that i didn't think i was allowed to take you know like the like i the duality of hating corporate life and capitalism but taking the role anyway because i knew it was good for me and like just supporting myself and doing that and recognizing that there's duality in literally everything and just really like I don't know just really taking care of me and supporting me and changing the things about myself that I didn't necessarily like but knew that I didn't have to always be like that like I had I like I took control like I I knew that I had the opportunity to support me and it didn't matter if anybody else supported me i was i was doing it i was going out on the limb and if there were people followed along and people supported me great but if not then like fuck all y'all and i'll do it my damn self copy and paste that's literally my answer like (laughs) that i honestly i was like thinking about this question before i read it and i was like who did impact me and while i think that everyone can have like surrounding my life could have an impact to some extent i think that myself should and is the biggest impact on my life especially this year i had Mm. the same thing i decided to not give a fuck like to stop waiting for people to go to certain things Mm -hmm. just because and that's how i ended up at a concert by myself because i was waiting for for no one i was like fuck that yeah and i just kind of like live for me and if you guys want to be surrounded by me and you enjoy that part of me then like great you'll be in my life if you're not then you're not like yeah Yeah, and, you know, they say, like, the older you get, the smaller your circle gets. And it's wild that I'm, like, so seeing that and how much there are so many people I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to be around you. Like, and I know that sounds so shitty, but, like, there are just genuine people I'm like, yeah, don't want to be around you. Like It's hard when you're transitioning and, like, you're changing uh, your mindsets on certain things and just discovering more of yourself and then to find the people that you were once aligned with, you're mm -hmm. no longer aligned with. It can be tough. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, like, it's also super freeing in the same way. Oh, yeah. I'm really, like, I'm really glad that, like, for 2022, my word was freedom because I I let go of a lot of things, like, my expectations. Like, that was huge. Like, me, I was, like, at the beginning of this year, like, financial freedom. And then instead, I, like, turned it to, like, freedom from expectations (laughs) and the reality and the weight that those expectations hold. And I think that in and of itself was so freeing. I love that. All right, what's the next one? Uh, okay, so it's the other half of the what do you wish you'd done differently? What are you proud of this year? Mm. I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. I need. I think I need a minute. I think that I am proud of myself 
for advocating for myself. Ooh. It's gonna be a very selfish episode for me. Oh god, <laughs> like, girl, I'm was loving that. this. I'm loving but, this. But like, I spent the time advocating for myself. I actually would never have gotten my promotion in the first place if I hadn't said that I was thought I was a good candidate and was interested in taking on that role like I mm. brought when I asked for my promotion it wasn't like oh like you're doing a great job we're thinking of you for this role like I was like hi I think I'd be great fit for this role hire me like I'll go through the process yeah and it was even better because not only did I do that I advocated for myself but my boss supported me 100% thought I was a great freaking person for doing it and advocated for me as well mm. with and I made a significant salary jump so Props to me. Fuck yeah. Can you read me the question again, bitch? Because I'm just living for that answer. <laughs> Who, uh, what are you proud of this year? I think the the one thing I'm like really is learning that like learning how duality can affect your perspective on things. That's like the one thing I'm super proud of is just like learning that it's okay to hate something but have to do it because it's necessity. I think I like more recently the duality of life has really been hitting, which is why it's like really strong and just learning that like it's okay to have disdain for something and still understand that it's something that's necessary and it's also okay to love something and recognize that it's wrong and then try to fix that perception if that's what you want to do. But it's like I don't. I think that's the one thing that is just sticking out right now because I that's like your been the most. Yeah, I like your perspective on it. I feel like uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to pee. Bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> I like your perspective on it. I feel like um, growing up, I really had trouble being like, I hate something. Because I felt mm. like hate was such a strong emotion and like it was associated. Like I didn't, I never wanted to hate anything. Mm. And like this year, I kind of felt like it was okay to just like not like something and yeah. to actually hate it. Like yeah. I would just be like, fucking hate this. Yeah. Like, and like feel that emotion. Whereas like in years past, I would be like, no. No, you I can't hate I it. You can't hate anything. That's so bad to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've been living for for the duality recently. Like I'm seeing all these like amazing things happen in my life, but in order to have those like amazing things, there's been like a lot of things that had to happen first that are just like terrible. <laughs> and like downright just like fuck off sort of vibe. <laughs> Like, perfect example, like, I got into a car accident in the middle of November, and today, I, well, the yesterday, officially got my car, and, like, Woo-hoo! so exciting, but, like, the pressure of the last month to get here has just been so fucking hard, like, on top of the work stress, the podcast stress, like, the holiday stress the just all of the the combination of things coming together but recognizing that while this is all happening like I'm learning so many things about myself that like I'm stronger than I actually think that I am mentally and physically and emotionally and like I can't discredit that because if I didn't have that strength like getting through this would have been so much harder and also just being okay not knowing everything and learning and just like being open to somebody giving me some advice and helping a girl out because like that's necessary so like recognizing that like 
I can be a know-it-all while also not knowing it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, just that duality is like been really prominent in this, what I call abyss of the end of 2022. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the journey of life. Like it's just like discovering who you are as a soul. I, don't, mm. I know your views. I don't know your views on like reincarnation, but like I do believe in reincarnation and like you are spending time trying to one, remember the things that you already learned in past lives, mm. but two, then also discovering yourself more and more. And I really liked it. Um, there was a show that I was watching and they kind of explained it that when you were up like out of your body, your soul was, you know, there doing its thing um, that you would come down and the people that you would choose to have hardships mm. during your life. Oh, my God. And it was to better yourself and become a higher powered soul. Mm. And I loved that. I was like, that makes absolutely so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go through the hardships so that you can learn something. Mm hmm. And then c- continue to create yourself as a better person and to know yourself more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, you know, I I don't know how I feel about reincarnation, so I'm not even going to start to talk about it. But it's just the fact that even pushing myself now and having these hardships now are going to make me stronger as I go through and have a different perspective on things and learn how to cope differently and uh recently my in this abyss my inner teenager has been <laughs> wild this bitch ain't taking no goddamn shit it's and she's requiring Patricia. no it's not even it's patty like, patty is a petty bitch oh my god like she's just she's wilding and like i am like wow okay we need to give her some attention because we got some wounds to fucking heal in that bitch which is why i think also uncomfortable for my word for 2023 is gonna push me to really start to discover more of that and more of the duality of being so angry at life and also being so happy about life (laughs) that's the vibe for 2023 (laughs) okay what do you wish you did more of this year travel that's my mm, one regret. That's I, always one for me. I took one vacation this year, and all y'all know that ain't me. Um, Only one? I took one vacation this year. Uh, no, that's a, that can't be true. Uh, technically two, because in February I moved my friend, but I, done, I didn't consider that like a vacation because mm. we were moving, like I was moving her. Good stuff to do. Yeah, like, like granted, we, when we got there, like, we went out to dinner a couple times, but, like, it was most of it was just, like, her and I hanging out, chilling, relaxing, her coping with the fact that she's in a new place, not in her own space. Like, there wasn't, like, a whole lot of, like, my version of vacation. We'll definitely do more so, of that in 2023. Yeah, that's the goal for 2023. Uh, adventure and travel, even if it's local traveling, like, uh, you know, a weekend in Pennsylvania, like, a weekend in New York, like, things like that versus, like, big vacations like i always did like little vacations like fuck 2021 i fucking went to delaware for like three days just because i could like i just was like yeah i can drive there bye like i'm going for a weekend and took the fuck off like i want to do more spontaneous traveling um too i am not a for whatever reason like i like to plan a bunch of other shit in my life but when it comes to traveling like that ain't it that's not the vibe i, like, I don't travel and plan at the same time i, I just like your go word, spontaneous i think i could use a little more spontaneity for mm. 2023 don't worry i'm gonna be super uncomfortable so all the spontaneity will probably be here <laughs> yes i'd like to fly by the seat of my pants a little bit more yeah all right um, what about you i think for me what i wish i had done more of this year is 
honestly, for the person that is always present, it's been more present. <laughs> I think I was very caught up because I was enduring so much and mm. also trying to like become better that I kind of lost sight of the present moment sometimes. Mm. And I think I, I, I should have had more moments where I was just fully 100% there and not having to like think about the little thoughts that were going on in my head. Mm. Mm, that's fair. I like that. All right. Follow-up question is, what do you wish you did less of this year? I'll go first while you're thinking. Okay. I wish I had wasted less time. Mm. <laughs> oh, copy-paste, bitch. <laughs> yes, I love that. I, like, Why? I, mean, just, I think just because of so much that was surrounding our, this entire year, mm. I think that I spent a lot of time waiting for things that weren't going to happen never Mm. like waited for things to change like there's just so much that i i just sat around and like waited for things to come to me too and i think that i discovered this year that i needed to just go after it instead or to just be like "Eh, i don't need it i don't need it yeah it's not not worth it like just spent less time waiting around for things overall Mm. yeah i think i think the wasting time and it's for me it's like more physical like i wasted so much time on social media like just doing dumb shit that i like didn't read books i like media manager though yes but like just because that's my job doesn't mean i need to spend time scrolling endlessly like i could have done so many things this year like i mean one of the things i only like i'm such a journaler and such a writer i filled only one notebook this year it's not even full yet. It's only you, December. You're usually like six deep. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I, I spent so much time being content and just like being okay, doing the doom scrolling and being on social media and looking at other people's lives that I feel like part of me wasted my own at the same time. So like, yeah, like, yeah, like it's okay for me. Like it's okay to have those moments that you just need to doom scroll. Like it's fucking totally fine. Do it, bitch. But don't make it a habit. Like if there are other things that you prefer to do, like read and do a puzzle and any of that stuff like do that make sure that you make the time for those things as well and you don't get caught up in the the doom scroll of what it is you know yeah fleeting joy mm, yeah especially like, i i love tiktok i'm the first one to say like i love the internet and the internet's a great place but like it's become so incremental it's like five seconds 10 seconds and so like it's a fleeting joy you're getting that little dopamine rush mm, I and you want that to continue but like sometimes it does it takes you away from things that you might have wanted to work on or done instead of yeah yeah like for sure i can't tell you how many mornings especially more recently because there's so much going on i had so much stress and anxiety i was like waking up at three in the morning and i just lay here and doom scroll for two hours like bitch you could have gone to the gym you could have fucking read okay, wait but like, i know i know i have to acknowledge the fact yeah that i do you've been hella stressed and also me that has also been me because i've been doom scrolling yeah and some days that is all that you have in you and yeah that is okay because that is the energy of where you're at oh and i did and i 100 percent, i 100 percent recognize that for sure but it was like it was it, the way i felt after the fact wasn't the way that i like to feel like i like to feel like i doom scrolled i laughed i had a good time i saw cute puppies and it was like i get done and i was just kind of like what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, like, I, it was such, it was so, such a disassociation technique that, like, 
it wasn't even healthy anymore. And I was like, it's got to go. Like, it's it's, it's giving ick vibes to me. It's the disgust you feel when you've seen the TikTok tips come out around twice. And they're like, hey, you've been scrolling for a while. And I'm like, I fucking know. Shut up. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, you're right. Like, you didn't laugh. Like, no. Or you're just like, you're just like there. But like, you can't get out of the mode that you're in. Like, you just keep swiping instead of like, you're like, I need I need to do the dishes. But like, and then you just keep scrolling. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I felt that really hard recently. So, like, my 20-minute timer, I feel like if I hit more than five minutes, like, I have a timer on my phone for 20 minutes in all my apps that's like, hey, it's been 20 minutes. You should take a break. Um, I am going to transition that to five because I feel like at five, it's easier for me to break. But once I hit the 20, I want to keep going. Or, like, 10. Yeah, like, I'm going to – I'm definitely going to cut it down. Number. And and see if that's, you know, more helpful. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like there was a lot of time wasted this year. But also recognizing that sometimes wasting that time was necessary for me to recuperate <laughs> from the things that were happening in my life. Mm-hmm. So like, again, that duality is like coming in really strong. <laughs> Next question is, how does this time of year make you feel and why? usually this time of year makes me feel like super joyful and happy and just like everything is right in life and I can tell you the last couple years it just hasn't felt the same I don't know if it's like the nostalgia is missing I don't I don't know if it's just like mentally I've really grown up so the things that are joyful aren't the same things anymore and I keep wanting to go back to the things that were joyful Versus trying to create new joyful moments and new joyful things. I think I'm stuck in the past in that sense that like I want Christmas to feel like it did as a kid. But it's not. It's never going to feel like that. I all do. That I have those feelings and like you do. You want the nostalgia. You want that happiness, the joy, the excitement that you used to get like Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. Mm. And I think as an adult you can kind of lose sight of it. I think for 2023 – one of my things around the holidays, like this time of year, is to try having and creating my own traditions and mm. not in the sense of just like generally, but like also maybe like housing Christmas or, or New Year's or mm. like having a, a get together with friends or family at my house. Yeah. And like, I think I'm, I, I found myself like waiting for other people to create the same nostalgia that I remembered and Mm. I think that I need to take ownership of it and do that for myself Mm. and I I want to see how that goes because I think that I love this time of year but I'm also missing it yeah I think that it's flown by like when we're at the time of recording this Christmas is in like a week yeah and I, I'm like, how are we are through December but I also just transitioned jobs so like it's just like that and the like the years go by so quickly now i know and yeah no i definitely i same i create i'm like i can't wait to be in my own space to be able to create new traditions such as like getting together on sunday night for a sunday night dinner or friday nights are for friends so friday night if friends come over we just chill netflix and chill find a movie chill like i can't wait to start creating those sort of things that bring me daily joy versus waiting for this time of year to bring me that nostalgic joy i feel like my disconnect on that aspect is like I'm always waiting for something else to happen. Just like this podcast. This podcast never would have happened mm. unless you just threw me threw my feet to the fire and <laughs> threw me in there too because you did the same thing. I feel like that's what I'm missing for myself here. I just need to like throw myself into it. Yeah. Be uncomfortable. Yeah. 
I really love this next question. So okay. it is over the past year, what has contributed to the decline in your mental health? There's also a follow up question that said that helped your mental health as well. So feel free to answer both. Okay. Um, I think the decline in my mental health was me. Not especially at the beginning of the year. I didn't I didn't prioritize the like self care. Like I've done self care. I get self care. Like but I I think that I genuinely didn't realize the small parts of self care that really matter and that heavily contributes to like the downfall of my mental health like very realistically like if i'm not washing my face every day like oh, i, I know mentally ask, i'm done feel comfortable giving an like a, a example yeah no like washing my face is like a big one like if i don't do my nighttime routine and i recognize that it's been several days without a nighttime routine i'm like okay check in with yourself like what what the fuck is good what the fuck is up like what the fuck is good like are you just overstressed like are you just genuinely so tired that you're in bed reading falling asleep or like working and falling asleep at the desk like I can't tell you how many times I've done that and then just get up and go to bed so it's really like I think that portion of not having the that self-care that's baked into my routine that feels like I'm actually taking care of myself not the bubble baths not the coloring books not the you know spa days like it's the like things day-to-day that day-to-day habits yeah self-care that really make the difference on a overall scale the, like, yeah the, like once a month facials or a sauna is like nice yeah. but like it is those little it's the daily things that are baked in like making sure i'm getting enough water making sure vitamins. that I'm t- yeah taking my vitamins washing my face like those i've really like and I think I talked about this around the same time last year, I really wanted to focus on prioritizing baking those things into my routine so that way they actually mattered. Like they were things that like without doing them, that's the trigger for me to know that like I'm not taking care of myself. Like why? Like let's let's evaluate that. And I think for the follow-up question as to what helped my mental health, was that it? I think pri- prioritizing the things that mattered is what helped my mental health. Like spending time with friends, making sure I saw family, getting outside and really enjoying the fresh air, going for walks once, twice that a one. week. Like, like I think that is what really helped my mental health, especially over the summer. Starting the new job, I was in a kind of low place because I was like, I don't want to be in corporate. This shit sucks. Like I hate having to go to an office and blah, 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 blah work for somebody else but also recognizing that like i can i can make it okay like i can make the sucky stuff okay that it's enjoyable i can have these little moments that are in the day that i actually enjoy and just making sure that i like did that was what helped my mental health for a good majority of this year have i been doing it lately no we've been stressed as fuck but hopefully now that the car is here and that's all like to bed it will be easier to kind of go back into that flow of actually taking care of myself yeah it's important yeah what about you i think for the decline in my mental health i would have to say frustration out of either not being understood heard or just being around draining people Mm. i think that it really took a toll on me um in an in a negative light the impact that i didn't realize and i think that i almost allowed in this mm. year like it crept in um 
there's someone that's just like very negatively driven in my life at the moment this year and I found myself not feeling like myself mm. because I just it was a constant it's a, it's the continuity that it was constantly surrounding myself with even though it was very subconscious um it wasn't like myself talking down to myself it, it that person's outlook started to rub off on me mm. and along with the non-resolutions the frustrations I think it really started to impact where I was at mm. as far as helping my mental health Honestly, I think it's just taking back ownership. I think it is. I think it's separating myself from other people, knowing that it's okay to prioritize myself and to just, like, sit with my own thoughts. And while I excel normally at doing that, I think I had to push myself into that space this year to be, like... Like, I was avoiding it. Mm. And I was... I just needed to sit with myself and let my thoughts just go and take the time to process those things. As well as getting out there, going for walks. I took a couple of hikes, which was crazy. <laughs> um, you know, going to the concert by myself. I think mm. just, like, finding things that bring me joy again and adding them back into my life really helped improve what declined. Mm. The good half of the year. Yes. All right. Next question is... What is something that your perspective has changed on this year? I think that it's all going to be okay. I just thought at some point, like, it's not going to be okay. Like, things are just not going to be all right. Like, even when you're in those really hard times and things are not okay, it's just to recognize that, like, one day it'll all be okay and you'll totally forget about why it wasn't okay. Or maybe you won't forget, but you'll have a lesson learned from not being okay. So I think just really recognizing that it's all okay regardless of how you feel doesn't negate how you feel but does almost make it a little easier to cope that like take it one day at a time and one day it'll all be okay one step at a time yeah that's a hard pill to swallow it is it is a really hard pill to swallow but i think just like learning that outlook that like it is one day at a time it is put one foot in front of the other, do one thing after another is just, it's so much easier to break it down and do one thing and then another and then another than to be like, no, it's not okay. And here's all the reasons why it's not okay. Like, okay, list all those out and recognize that it's okay to not be okay. But like also recognize that like you can only, you only have to do one thing to make it even half a hair better. And that's all it takes to kind of get the momentum going to recognize that like, yeah, okay, right now I'm not okay, but one day it's all going to be okay. Even though it feels like fucking shit right now, like one day it's all going to be okay. You're actually in the moment. Oh my God. It's horrible. Everything's going to be ruined. And you have to be like, no, it's okay. We're not okay right now, but like it will be whenever in the future. Like we will get there. Yeah. Like it. And honestly, like if I didn't have my spouse being like, Maybe one thing at a time, like one thing at a time, one thing at a time. I think I would have lost sight of that and like everything would have gone to shit even more than it did because him just being that constant reminder of like one step at a time, let's let's handle this one thing and then we'll, we'll take on the next task after that because I was just like, here's this pile of mounting things that I have to do and I can't even look at this list because it's so overwhelming. And then he'd be like, well, what's the first thing? And I'm like, 
who gives a fuck about the first thing? Like, there's so many other there's things. 30. <laughs> right, exactly. So just, like, having that reminder of, like, one step at a time. It's going to be okay. One thing. It's, okay, we finish this next. Okay, we finish that. What's next? Okay, well, we, we got to work on that. So, like, let's get that going. So I think just being able to look at that now <laughs> – and I know, like, even in the middle, like, I wasn't okay. And I didn't even want to admit that it was going to be okay, even though, like, realistically, like, yeah, it's going to be okay. Like, you're going to get a new car. Like, whenever it happens, it happens. Like, it's going to be okay. But I think just it was hard to see that in the moment. But now that, like, the moment's passed, I'm like, well, now everything's okay. So I guess that was fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that's just right now that's what's sitting with me. <laughs> all gonna be okay one day how about you um i think my perspective changed on how i perceived myself um i've never been the person that like cares what people think Mm. love me hate me i don't care like it's not gonna make any difference Mm. but i think that i found myself still living for other people in in what they needed and like what they truly needed out of life, to, uh, what I thought they needed. Mm. And I think that my perspective shift in that department, I think that I had to realign back to myself and what's going to make me happy and that I can't control what people think or how they perceive that I am because, mm. I, I again, I, I said I, go, I went into my villain era this, this season, this year, and... It's the truth. I mean, you can love me. You can hate me. You can be sad about what I said. You can think that I'm the most horrible, bitchy person. And how dare I? I'm such an asshole. But, like, is it the truth? I don't know. It could be. It could not be. And I think that I had to walk away knowing that my truth was enough and the end all. However they took it, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. While I love to be empathetic, I mean, I'm the first and foremost person to be empathetic. I think that sometimes, as long as you know that you have done right by yourself, that it does not matter how that person reacts. So, there's that. You can't control anyone else's emotions. Nope. All right, so we have about 10 minutes left in this episode. So, I would like to jump to this last question and then maybe some 2023 just like predictions. Sure. So, I also really like this question, which is just, what are some of your favorite memories from this year? Ooh, making coffee. I know it's, like, so basic. Especially once you got me into the milk frothing, like, next Yeah, like, I think just, I think loving the little moments. Like, I love so many little moments. Like, I can think to, like, little tiny things, like making coffee in the morning. Like, oh, God, I just love making coffee or making breakfast or, uh, you know, prepping a meal, like, and and by prepping a meal, I mean, like, start to finish, like, doing all the research, like, looking for a new recipe, like, that little excitement, and, you know, traveling, of course, like, being able to go to Vegas and help one of my friends move, like, those are all great memories, but I think it was, like, the more little things, like, finding a face routine and, like, getting into face skincare and, like, actual products that I feel like make my face feel better which in the end makes me feel better you became bougie this year too i did become bougie with my skincare like i wasn't just using some like your car oh i know i am my car my car's so bougie bitch i don't i can't even i can't even but yeah i think just like i've enjoyed so many little moments that i 
I didn't realize I did until you asked me that question, which is why I was like, oh, I'm making coffee. I was like, I've just so enjoyed learning how to make coffee. Like the other day I made latte art, bitch. Made fucking latte art. Did it look terrible? Absolutely. Was it supposed to be a heart? But did it look like a fucking butt cheek with an explosion? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. A butt cheek with an explosion. Like, like it, it looked like it was like a booty. And then it was like this giant white spot. So it looked like it was like the reverse of an explosion. This it was is, so This is so unrelated. Yeah. But I watch a TikTok of this story time where this kid with his parents came up with a set of crocs with a peach emoji eggplant emoji and cherries emoji and was trying to play it off like it was just like nothing it was nothing and it's like the kids at school have them and like these parents dead ass were like what do these mean what do these mean this is so weird you don't even like cherries like what do you mean I will try to link it in the show notes if I can find it. Um, oh shout my out to God. that creator because they handled it very well. But like, I was dying. Oh my God. These kids these days with the fucking eggplant emojis. Oh my God. On their Crocs, no less. I can't. I can't. <laughs> what about you? I think that some of my favorite memories were the new ones. The, the ones I created myself. Mm. Um, I think... I found a lot of joy at work of all places. (laughs) I think I just loved, like, striving for something new. It Mm -hmm. it was completely different for me taking on this job. While I've had similar positions in the past, this one was kind of, like, very eye-opening. And I had to kind of learn again. Mm. Um, I... sounds a little sad, but, like... I also enjoyed just spending the time with my dad, even though he wasn't here this year. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. I know. I was like, be prepared. I said last week we were going to cry, and I was like, oh, God. It's me this time. It's okay. I got really teary-eyed at a couple points. I just was like, no, mm-mm, pull that back. I just, like, really enjoyed, like, I would just be doing the most mundane of things and either just, like, think about my dad. I would see the tattoo on my wrist um, and just, like, smile at the fact that he was literally right beside me like just enjoying those memories of what wasn't able to happen this year Mm. um i think i also really liked going to some weddings i saw i like not even these people weren't even like i wasn't super close to them and some i were but like i just love weddings in general and they always make me super happy between the love the dancing the food like it's just all around good times i really enjoyed going to the sauna with you guys as well i think that was fun I can't wait to make more, honestly. That's all I, like, all I walk away from this question is I just can't wait to make more memories, especially with the people that I care about. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so for kind of like New Year okay. 2023, um, you've already told me your word of the year, which yep. is uncomfortable. Yep. I think I have to pick mine. Yep. I'm going to go with reckless. Oh, bitch. I think we're gonna be uncomfortable and reckless together this year. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good year for both of us. I just, I think that I, I, it's time. I always make this running joke that I'm a goody two shoes. Oh yeah. Honestly, have been that pretty much my entire life. (laughs) Like, let's be honest. I've been the child that they're like, oh my god, you're so you're so mature for your age, and like I've always been the person that's either like mature emotionally supporting other people caring about other people caught in the middle and i've made strides away from that but Mm. i think that it's time for me to just 
be absolutely reckless whatever the consequences like fuck the consequences let's just do it anyway like be a teenager and a child because i don't think i had quite the opportunity to so oh i love that for you bitch i fucking love that for you i can't wait to watch you be reckless oh i'm gonna be like yeah bitch you do it do it be petty be reckless you're gonna no, i'm just be gonna the, be you'll have to be the devil on my shoulder mm. i mean you're sp- you're normally the angel i normally there, am because i do have a, another friend that is we Quite consider the, the devil. devil on my shoulder Ugh, now but you'll bitch. have to just go to the dark side and just I'll be like to. no who cares about the consequences do, do it, it anyway it. oh god that's gonna be so hard because <laughs> i'm gonna want to protect you and be like no like do the right thing and then i'm gonna be like Nah, I she's watched in her you villainer. go through some shit. I, I think you just gotta let people go through it sometimes. Yeah, you do. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you just gotta go through some shit. You're just gonna be there. You can be the devil and be like, you do it, boo. You do you, boo. Well, that's, I, that's probably gonna be most of the saying I'll say to you this year. You do you. Does that make you feel good? Yeah? Okay, do it. I like that. Does that I make you feel good? Feel, yes? Make you feel good? Okay, then don't, don't care about the consequences. Just, just do, do it. it. Yeah, I think that's probably... I'm gonna have to do that. Okay. Um, also come 2023, this year will be the year of pure, unadulterated happiness. Okay, copy paste. (laughs) Next. The color of this year will be gray. Why? Because gray is super uncomfortable to me. Like, looking at like the gray color. area? Yeah, like, it's a gray area. Like, it's it's a place that things can get lost in translation and things get a little hairy and weird. And okay, I see you. I'm okay choosing that color. How about you? There's so many colors to choose from. I know. I think I'm going to go red. And that's very outside of me as a pastel queen. Oh, I think that... Oh, here's the reckless already stolen, baby. Get it. <laughs> Maybe that's because it's on my mind. But, like, yeah, I think red is bold. Red is mm. reckless, courageous, hot, you know. Spicy. Yes. Angry if it needs to be. Mm. Like, I think it encompasses anything that I might be feeling in 2023. So I'm going to go red. Okay. But maybe, like, specifically burgundy or like burgundy? like that okay. darker red oh okay yeah. a little seductive yeah all right i love it yeah. i love it okay okay um and then let's see all right two more a new skill i'd like to learn leadership i think i i have a grip on leadership because i've been in many management positions and supervisor roles and things like that but i think I need to find a bit more compassion in leadership. I feel like I can sometimes be a hard leader, um, a little more. I can be a democratic leader in the sense that, like, I want to hear everyone say, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to make a decision that's I think is right versus what the team might think is right. And I think as I go forward and look for new promotions and new roles, um, I'm going to have to learn leadership a little differently. Um, so I think that's a new skill that I'd be happy to learn. I like that for you. Yeah, me too. You? I don't know if I could narrow it down to just one. So I think that my answer would be to just generally learn as many new skills as I can. Okay. But in particularly, I would like to learn maybe a language or two, Mm. a new language, um, I really would love to learn things like Japanese or even like French, mm. um, Spanish, but or, or American Sign Language. I'd really like to learn sign language. Mm. Um, 
So, but I I love being a jack of all trades, master of none. I think it just like really helps you get out of the box and like I don't have to master or settle down with one skill. Like I always joke around and call myself a quitter, mm. <laughs> but like I almost love quitting because it allows me to then try something else. Mm-hmm. So spice of life variety that shit up and learn all the new skills i think is my answer Mm, nice i love it okay a final question is a person i hope to be more like in 2023 this is gonna sound so selfish but i will be more like me not take on selfish qualities of other people and just recognize what's me versus what have I been either conditioned to think or what did I take on as a safety mechanism um, or a coping mechanism? A moment of silence for your great answer. Like, (laughs) I love that because you do, like, they say that that you as a person is a culmination of all the people that you surround yourself with, which is why, like, you should keep good company. And I think that that you can kind of get lost in translation at the same time while doing that. So mm-hmm. I love that your answer is to just be authentically you and yeah. more like yourself. Yeah. And trusting in yourself that to be 100% you. Yeah. And just like when when I say something or do something, just recognize that like that's coming from me and I have to accept that that's me and that I'm I'm saying what I said because I feel like that's my truth versus saying what I said because somebody else said it or somebody else said that it was the right thing to do or the right thing to say or be. Um, so, yeah, I, that's that's who I want to be this year. 100% you. Oh, you crying now too? No. <laughs> we close, but no. I'm going to answer so she don't cry. Um, I think I would like to be more like Lizzo. Oh, she is out there. She's fucking rocking every ounce of anything that she's doing, promoting and supporting other people and women out there. And I think that I could use a little bit number from her. Yeah, just be out there, be authentically myself as well. Be extroverted, support other people in what they're doing even more so. So Lizzo, shout out to you. You're a fucking bomb ass queen. (laughs) Amen to that. All right. Anything else you'd like to say for our year in review? I think if you experienced a hard 2022, that was a wild, chaotic ride uh, to embrace that wild, chaotic ride and accept that it might not have been so nice to you, but that you probably learned a lot. And just because you learned a lot, it doesn't mean that all the hard stuff didn't happen and to keep your eyes on whatever prize that you have set for your life and keep going. I like that. I think that while it is fun and eye-opening to have a year in review, I think that it is not the end-all be-all. I don't mm. feel like that because there's a new year coming in that I have to change my entire being or want to have a bunch of new things or, you know, accomplishments that I'd like to take care of um, because ultimately I am living my life and we are only 27 and there are a lot of more years that we will either be fucking it up, <laughs> making some shit or like really being successful and I think that I just love to be along for the journey so while these are fun I think that I just have to live every day presently Mm. um I think that one of my 
favorite memories to go back to that though is to is literally every each and every moment that we have been doing this podcast because there have been so many dying laughters <laughs> crying moments <laughs> chaos during filming our tiktoks <laughs> oh, um and just like i love being able to look back and it's also given us a chance to have so many more photos together and <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna cry it's fine <laughs> But, like, I just, like, genuinely love doing this. I look forward to a 2023 season three, baby. Full of even more chaotic energy, (laughs) uh, daddy issues, (laughs) fucking hot takes, and apple orchard visits, and hopefully even more some traveling. So, cheers to us. Cheers to us. 2023 be a good one. And goodbye, 2022. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. that bitch. <laughs> follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. I'm ever so curious to know how your 2022 yet went and how your 2023 is hoping to be. So don't forget to message us on Instagram. We'll for sure put a post up. But I look forward to hearing your answers. And we will see y'all in 2023.